What's happening, guys? Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Jim Bros podcast with myself, Josh, and we've got Big Bryn back. He's back! <laughs> Hi, guys! <laughs> How was your trek around Europe? Fucking hell, mate. If everyone's been uh, keeping up with my stories and stuff like that, Karen's a brutal bitch, let me tell you that now. Fucking 30 fucking thousand steps a day. <laughs> like, as you can see, I probably lost a bit of weight as well. You're looking slimmer. I, yeah, I know. Then the mass gain is that I said that I wasn't going to be drinking. <laughs> fucking hell, I've been necking them bastards. Literally, I, I take, honestly, mate, I'll take like a, a quick second to myself and she's like, I'm coming. I'm like, fucking hell, she's here. And I'm fucking, honestly, mate, tactical backpack on one side, fucking axe in the other. I'm like, fuck me, sideways. Yeah, crazy. But uh, yeah, we lost her. Just we. We, me, me and Monsieur Tate, that was following me, recording <laughs> F, and we, we lost it. We lost it, didn't we, Tate? We did. We did lose it. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah. No, it's good to be back. Good to have good you back. back. Good and, to have you uh, back. Yeah. Got a decent replacement, I see. We did. We had the handsome uh, Joe, oh, Joe Pierce. Bless, bless. He was good. <laughs> He was good. He was good. I was keeping up with it as I was running like that. I was like, "Fucking!" Oh, I seen the tactical backpack thing, did he? Yeah, I was. I was keeping up with it. It was good. We had a dig. We had a dig. So yeah, it was good. It was good. But yeah, good to have you back, mate. Good to have you back. Nice to see you. Nice, safe. Don't leave again. Yeah, and good to have Tate back as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice to see him. Good to see him. So what we thought we'd talk about today. So we're kind of going to continue with the. Uh, theme that we've been doing of like going back to like basics for if you're first being introduced to the gym and just getting started so what we thought we'd talk about today is our favorite places that we've trained at and the reasons why they're a favorite our least favorite places that we've ever trained at and why it's our least favorite place and what we would recommend you should be looking for when you're choosing a gym. If you make that decision that you're going to start taking your training seriously, whether it's strongman, bodybuilding, CrossFit or whatever, what are the things, the key things you should be looking at uh, when making the decision to commit to a gym? So, yeah, who wants to start? Who's going to start with their Come favorite? on, you've not been here for oh, a while. To be honest, yeah, come on. Like, We've not heard from you for a week. I know, me, but I am catching my breath. Like, <laughs> I've, 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 been on, I've, been, I've been on the start road. Start talking. Um... Where's your favourite place that you yeah, train so, at? Right, so straight away, my... So I'm not on the mission again, <laughs> running off. Um, no offending people Right, so what I would say is obviously the home of homes for me is obviously, you know, old school gyms. Yep. But... New merch just dropped. Yeah, but when when I first... Obviously, we've had this conversation before, and obviously, if you've ever trained there, um, for me... My mecca that I, that I ever went to uh, was a gym in Birmingham called Ironworks. Mm. For anyone that's never been to Ironworks, like you just need to get there. It's it's honestly the the place is ridiculous. The only way to describe it is it's a massive warehouse tucked away, like literally looks like nothing. Looks like a scrapyard. It's it's mental. You walk through a barrier, and all I can describe it as is seen off pumping iron it's ridiculous there's guys in there in hot pants there's guys in there in like nipple covering um stringer stringers vest. stringer vest stringers, yeah, yeah there you go and it's like tins you know that's what it sounds like it sounds like tins clanging and there's just people going like, wait, proper, baby. old school vibes it's, it's a proper yeah. kind of oh, like metro flex oh, arlington crazy. kind of real old school 
get a tetanus shot before you go kind of yeah. <laughs> that kind of gym great place great yeah, place it's amazing gym. and and one thing that actually blew my mind is when i was walking out i was like ah, session done three hours you know i've traveled all this way I, I wasn't doing it at the time but uh struck you know there was a strongman room a dedicated strongman room like similar to ours but theirs was like just everything chucked in there that i could ever see and it was it was literally like being in a, in a toy shop and i was just like wow like I've literally yeah. paid five pounds a beer. I'm not sure on the current prices now. Obviously, this was like two years ago, but honestly, mate, it just blew my mind. The actual play. It's it's a it's very similar to this. It's got a very similar vibe to it on the outside where you look at the build and you go, I don't really know what to think really. Mm. Which is what you're what you've gone for. Yeah, yeah. Go in and you just go, what the fuck's gonna happen here? Holy shit. And and that's the vibe that you get in there. It's like if you're serious about your training, it's definitely a place to get to. Definitely, the environment was amazing. Uh, very accommodating staff. Uh, just the vibe in there of people that were training. No one had egos. Everyone was like, you know, sort of either just cracking on their own things, or you know, if if you spoke and they could tell your accent was a bit different from their area, you know, they were more than willing to help. So, I, I got a really good vibe from from Ironworks uh, and and a lot of serious trainers. They've all trained there, sort of thing. Mm. So yeah. Uh, I'd definitely go for there, and that's in Birmingham. Um, what was I say? The least. Well, we'll, we'll let's do a favourites. Yeah, and do a favourite. My favourite, mate. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. Go around my and favorite. do some favourites, and yeah, then we'll go back. So and that's do my our... favourite, anyway. Josh, I don't know if I've got a favourite, like a standout. We talked about it before. I think a lot of bodybuilders have got like each. If you do travel around for gyms, not everyone does. Some people do. Mm. Oh, I have, but like some gyms offer great sessions for certain body parts like you'll have a great back session at this gym we'll have yeah. a great chest session at this gym because of bits of kit and i think like i've had like great sessions in loads of gyms like loads of gyms um um nathan dash's gym prophecy prophecy yeah, yeah. fantastic for back and two back sessions there both were crazy crazy good where's that in Liverpool, right, just okay. outside, just yeah. outside Liverpool. Yeah, speak, 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 speak yeah. in it, speak, speak right, in Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, obviously, Shanti's Island was my home for a very, very long time, and I had great sessions there. This, you would cater for like everything. I think, so, I think some gyms focus on like one thing, whereas mm. like here at Old School, you definitely cater for fucking everything because you've got so much space to use. You've got your strong man, you've got your big leg floor, and you've obviously got every bit of equipment down here. Uh, I've had some great sessions with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been loads. I've been lots. I've been muscle unit up in Barnsley. Great, yeah, Rob Taylor's great, gym. Yeah, great Fantastic gym. gym. Yeah. Great. He offers a lot of Panatta kit. Um, go for? Um, back. back. Did a lot, yeah. great back session there. Yeah. i Body Tech. That's in Liverpool as well. Red yeah, gym. Word, that's yeah, a that's a really nice gym. That it's like a, I think it looks like a church. It's not, but it looks a bit old, like a church. It's an old cinema. Is that what it says? An yeah, old cinema. It's an old cinema. Look, yeah. It's a bit like a church somewhere. Um, chest session in there. Chest and shoulders like a push day. Phenomenal. Phenomenal there. You know, what else have I been? Too many. Too many gyms. But Ultraflex as well. Massive. Where's that? Massive gym. Uh, Rotherham? Is it, it Rotherham? Rotherham? Is it Rotherham side or Sheffield side? I don't know. The, the, uh, Rotherham, in it. That's Cuba's, Rotherham. Yeah. Cuba's, yeah. I think that's I the, I think that's one of the bigger... I think that one and the one in Durham are the two yeah, the biggest, big, big, biggest ones yeah. at the moment. Good gyms. I think yeah. I've done every session in there. Great for legs, great bits of kit. Some bits of kit that I've not quite seen before. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't have a standout, really. And I think I've been out of the game for a little bit. Yeah, but that's because you're more specific. Yeah, like, like sometimes you'll go yeah. somewhere because you're like, right. Yeah. Like, if I come here or any other sort of local, you can have a good session mm -hmm. no matter what the body part is. But sometimes you might travel on a specific day because yeah. that gym is, that offers this or that yeah. offers that. Do you know what I mean? It's like more of a season yeah. kind of view. Like you said it like, Ironworks, yeah. Like they offer obviously all the what they offer, yeah, and they yeah, offer yeah. the strongman obviously yeah. for yourself. But yeah. yeah, that that that's me. I don't think I've got the particular like a favorite because sometimes it's how you're feeling on the day, isn't it? Sometimes yeah, you have it a is, session. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of gyms that offer a lot, like a lot. And I think for me, we'll talk about it a bit. But there's obviously things you look for in there when you when you yeah. walk into a gym. And I think the 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 gym, especially like the more specialist facilities like that are going down the route of like the bodybuilding gyms and the strength and conditioning place. I think the they've really elevated their game. The type of gyms that are popping up now, places like your Ultraflex, mm -hmm. they're very specialist bodybuilding gyms. Yeah. Um, EP Jungle in Stockport, they've just moved from, they're in the process of moving to a bigger unit and they kind of really specialise in this bodybuilding, real good bodybuilding environment. They're investing a lot of money into kit. They're investing a lot of money into... This kind of the environment that we kind of create, um, where it's 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 nice looking, it's looks good on pictures, you know, it's warm, it's dry, it's air conditioned, you know, it's got all the little niceties, but it's still got that kind of hardcore, yeah, 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 yeah. like proper gym look to it. It's not a health club, yeah. you know, it's not a faceless, characterless commercial kind of yeah. gym or anything. Yeah, yeah, They've yeah. still, and I'm seeing that. And I've seen a lot of gyms popping up with their own kind of brand identities now. Mm. You see a lot of gyms having their own colours. Colours, isn't it? Yeah, colours. Yeah, like I think now gone are the days when you can get away with white walls and grey equipment and silver equipment and this and that. It's a little bit. That's oh, so how I remember gyms. Yeah. Always say the colours. I'll be like, oh, ultra not, red. Like you always remember the. Not going to lie, that's that's how we started. We were exactly the same. We had grey concrete floors, white walls when we first started, um, and then it wasn't until probably about 12 months in that I've decided to be bold and go with this, this color scheme that I wanted and I've never looked back since, but then I've noticed that a lot of gyms, you've got obviously dedicated super gym, which is green, green and green black. and black. All the ultra flexes are red and black elite physique, uh, yellow and black, mm. really nice kit. Oh yeah. Yeah. EP yeah. jungle stockport, red and black. So they're all going down these kind of, Colour these scheme, kind of yeah. colors personalization isn't it yeah and it's it's good and it's again they're creating these environments where they're serious training environments but they're nice mm. they look nice that's and i think that's what the, the industry kind of involving like people want old school atmosphere but want new school kit yeah like people don't want old clangy rickety machines Rick, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it i'm just saying people don't want that anymore like mm. people want people like this this clean place, this great choice of modern kit that targets shit you wouldn't even think about targeting. Yeah, um, and obviously like great weight selection and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think what you've got to remember is like you've just said. Then people don't want this and they, they don't want that. It's because the sort of uh, environment where we all grew up in that was you know it's a, it's a very small minority now. Mm. You know, the, the, the guy that's, say, mid-40s, early 50s or whatever now, that's like, oh, well, I want to train like this anymore. Mate, it's, the industry's moved past that now. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be good for, say, an old-school documentary or something like that where we can get bits of kit out and stuff like that, but now it's a whole different ball game. If you want to be like that, that's fine, 
but you know what I mean? You're going to be charging £15 a month. You're going to have your regulars that are coming in at 10 o'clock in the morning on the dot. You know yeah, when yeah. they're coming, you know, probably brings his dog in or whatever. <laughs> that They're the type of people that, Chihuahua. you know, like when you say a family, it's like literally you can count them on one hand. Yeah, yeah. Them sort of people, they're the people that you're going to attract. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, everything's sort of, you know, you have to be the whole package now, really. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Obviously, further into it, like you say, better for chest day, better for back day, stuff like that. That's, you know, next level. Like, you need the space and stuff like that. But like you're saying, um, if you're on a smaller scale right now, you need to really elevate your game to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I, that's yeah. what I can see now. So, I mean, it, it, it it's only it's only beneficial. I've seen a, a lot of... Like there was a phase where we we discussed it before, where we felt like like a lot of influence influencers were overcomplicating people's training. They were talking about kit, like Prime Kit is a great example. Yeah. The different talk profiles and the way you can load it and the loading pins, and a lot of influencers and and trainers were going down that route. And it's great, and they had the knowledge and they were educating people. But I've now seen it come full scale. So we've got um, a a young lad that trains here. Um, who I actually follow on social media, and I've followed him for, for quite a while. People that come to the gym and they train and they start posting content in the gym, I take a genuine interest. I don't might not interact with them every day, but I watch their content and I, I have a genuine interest in what they're doing. And I've noticed the other day he, he was very much an advocate for this advanced training methods and the different talk profiles and stuff like that. And he's actually getting ready for a bodybuilding show at the moment and he's training here and a couple of other gyms, like we've said it before, there's a couple of other gyms here that we're very lucky in this area. We've got some really good gyms and I've been following his journey and he put a post up the other day saying about how he's now kind of, he loves the technical side. That's what his passion is. That's what he's really knowledgeable about. And he's always going to be the same but he's now realizing that it's not for everyone and that's going back to the basics of training. And I read his post and I was watching the videos and I, and I actually commented on it and I was like, yeah, I like this. And I, and I messaged him and said, this is, this is good stuff. This is really, really good stuff. Like, cause that's what a lot of people want. Mm. They want to learn the basics before they get, it's great to have that technical knowledge and stuff. Um, so yeah, so I've been following on social media and it's been nice to see his kind of journey and then I've started to notice that other people are doing the same kind of things. It's great to have that advanced technical yeah. knowledge, but it's not a bodybuilding is not a one template fits all. It's finding and there's a lot of people that are starting off, especially this guy's a young guy and his target audience is younger people wanting to get into the gym, maybe training for the first time. So credit where credit's due. I think he's doing a good job. Um, I like his content and stuff, and I'll keep following. Um, I'm not going to embarrass him by mentioning his name, but he knows he knows who he is. Um, but I, I like that, and it, you know, and it shows a, a good level of knowledge and a good appreciation for the facilities and the different kind of facilities that are around. Um, in terms of my favourite places that I've trained at, so I've been really lucky that I've been able to travel all over the world and train in different gyms. Um, and my favourite place to train is is my own gym is here and it's because as I've traveled around and trained at different places in America and in Germany and all over Europe and stuff I've kind of taken the little bits that I really liked I liked that yeah. I liked that like the gym the gym itself has a very American feel so that comes from a gym that I trained at in Miami so it had this kind of vibe it was a very kind of old like fashioned warehouse but it was painted really cool 
and it had a lot of really good quality kit and the vibe was good. Um, so that was kind of where I got my influence for the kind of the look. And then it was looking at other gyms that I'd been to and trained at that what I liked about them. Yeah. So again, Strength Asylum was a place I used to train, really, really good gym. And what I liked about that gym was the organization and the quality of the kit that they had. Never had I ever trained in that gym and had to go looking for plates. Never had had to go traipsing mm -hmm. around the gym. You know, the, the, the owner um, ran a very, very tight ship and respect to him. So that was something I wanted. I was like, well, I like that. I like that experience. We've all been and trained at gyms where you are hunting for plates or you go to grab 20 kilogram dumbbells and you're like where the fuck are they and then you spend 15 minutes wandering around the gym looking at it never had that you you train it i mean you know that never happened no, no, never no. happened members would fucking tell you let alone yeah <laughs> let alone the boss members would fucking tell so you. you know that was something that we incorporated here variety of kit um was something that i incorporated here. so i looked around at what i thought was the best kit what i wanted to incorporate and what gyms in our local area didn't have and that's how we started to grow the business and grow the gym by putting in the bits that didn't have. And it was to give people a reason to come and see us. Maybe they, they wouldn't come because day passes is a big thing now. Like traveling to different gyms and traveling around um, is a big thing in the gym, in the fitness industry now. Yeah. But you find like members are very loyal to their gym, especially independent gyms. They join an independent gym. They get to know the, the owners, they get to know the other members, and they become very, very loyal to it. So, But they will always pop out for a session to another gym because they're into the training. So that's one of the things we did. We looked at a different variety of kit, putting in bits that other gyms didn't have, um, or looking at other areas where we could improve and put bits in that other, other gyms around the country didn't have. And like some of the unique features that we have here is obviously like three floors. Go and find me another three-story gym in the UK. There isn't. Mm. There isn't one. You're not going to find one. There's two-story gyms, um, but there isn't another three-story gym. There isn't really another gym that you'll go and find where they've got an entire floor dedicated to legs. You know, there might mm. there might be another one gym done to that. So we've got these really, really new, unique features. And then the quality of kit, we invested in good quality kit, whether it was Hammer Strength, Life Fitness, Cybex, pre-core and we could put some watson stuff in we've got prime stuff coming so we've got all the most popular brands loads of panata um we've got the most popular brands and we've kind of selected what i feel is the best yeah from the best brand for that piece of kit like there's lots of companies yeah. out there that make like a standing lateral raid uh, standing lateral raise but i went for the panata one because i felt it was the most uh, versatile piece of kit that we could get because of the way that it's adjusted and stuff. The Atlantis one is very good, and I know there's a few gyms that have got that one. But for what I wanted, the versatility in something different, I felt that like that ticked all the boxes. Um, so my, that's my, my favorite place to train because I've kind of you made it, it into what you I've molded wanted. it into what I would, and it might not be to everybody's taste. And that's one of the, the things that you do have with independent gyms. You might go to an independent gym and not really like it, but the thousand and odd members that they've got there yeah. love that place. Um, it's all individual, but it, you, you go and experience it. Um, so yeah, so that's my favorite place to train. Again, my other favorite place to train, which like you might might find shocking, was obviously Strength Asylum when I was mm. there. So um, great gym. Like me and the owner don't get on. That's a different story. <laughs> but in terms of 
what he's done in terms of building a business and a gym. Great job. I have nothing but, yeah, respect for yeah. him. And the gym was great. And like I say, it was one of them places where I trained, um, you know, for a number of years. And it was just dead organized. Good quality kit. I saw it grow over the years and expand. And, and he constantly reinvested back into it. Good quality kit. It was a nice environment at the time. And um, everything was where it should be. So your workouts were yeah. effective. You didn't, you weren't wasting time looking for stuff. Um, and it was a very, very well run, very well run gym. Everyone respected the kit and abided by the rules really. And if you didn't, like you say, the owners really didn't have to intervene because the members would correct you. Yeah. yeah. Members would. Great, you know, back in the day, that was a, a great place, a great place to train. So yeah, they're kind of my favorite places. There's other places that have been, like I said, I've been to gyms in Miami, I've been to gyms in Florida, trained in some gyms in Germany. Uh, I remember I found an absolutely brilliant gym when I was in Switzerland, um, and it was in a college, but you went downstairs. Why are you in a college, Paul? It was next to the hotel where I was okay. staying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, luckily, the, the, like, the security company that looked after the hotel, they looked after the college, and the college was closed at the time. But they had a gym and I was asking for a gym and the guy said, oh, I'll tell you what, um, I'll let you in. You let me know what time and I'll let you have a trip. And I had the whole gym to myself and it was just full of all like the old school Cybex and the pre-core stuff. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was a real little gem. Um, that was a really good place. To, and it was a great experience to go and train there. But yeah, in terms of the UK, I haven't been to, I follow the Ultraflexes and I, I love their business model and I love what they do. But I haven't actually had the chance to visit one of them yet. I really want to go to Rotherham and I really want to go Durham. to Durham. Mm. And I love the fact that in the Durham one, he's got the the caged off old school area where yeah. he's got all the old Nautilus chain driven. Like it's like a hardcore, a real hardcore bodybuilding. Looks great. So yeah, they're the kind of, they're the kind of gyms that are kind of leading the way, I yeah. think, doing it. They're, they're catering to a very serious training market and they're providing all the niceties, nice-looking kit, good quality kit, nice environment, good lighting, posing rooms. You know, they're giving, like what we do here at gyms, everything you could possibly want, just all under one roof. Um, so, yeah, they're my favourite places. Mm. What about, you? obviously, you, strongman as well. So, like, I, I, I don't do strongman. You don't, what about your strongman stuff? What's yeah, we're favorite? getting on to the man shit now. <sighs> Proper, proper man. Did you hear that? I'm sure that was a Karen. No, she's coming. She's coming. <laughs> Tate, deal with it. Um, yeah, so uh, loads of good strongman gyms uh, that have just, to be honest, mate, they've just popped up out of nowhere in the last couple of years. Um, I'm noticing definitely that um, quite a few people are basically just investing everything they've got into the sport the owners you can tell straight away they live and breathe the sport they're either running comps or they're running national qualifiers uh all this sort of stuff i've, I've done quite a few comps on my journey for, for these people uh always professionally run um uh, you know the the sort of environment there's you know bodybuilding is one thing but you'll never get the environment that strongman gets you it's it's ridiculous there's there's people turning up with burgers in the mouth and they're just going come on and they don't even know what they're screaming for it's honestly it's just it's a day out to remember it's crazy but yeah i would say the best in terms of not necessarily just kit you know that the, there'll probably be better places for kit like i say we do really well for strongman kit 
you know, lads have invested themselves as well yeah. upstairs. You know, we've, we've, we've bought what we can sort of thing, but it's a, a dedicated strongman gym, uh, strength and conditioning. Uh, it's in an industrial estate uh, in Liverpool. I can't remember the exact place. Uh, I'll have to get Tate to put it up in the address, but basically it's run by two army lads, ex-army lads, uh, really, really good, get on really well, really good friends, sort of my circle, know their circle, all that sort of stuff. Um, and they've basically gone from a sort of a little tiny unit, um, little hole in the wall, uh, and then they basically moved from there as they've done a bit better for themselves and moved into a really big unit now on an industrial estate. You know, type of guys that have, you know, just grizzed it, you know, painted all the walls, all that sort of stuff, got the right people in. Now they've got their own little bars in there, stuff like that. You just go in there and you're just like, you know, all the surround sounds on, all that sort of stuff. And you're just like, this is where I want to be. You've got everyone that's in there from beginners that literally, you know, no disrespect to them, but you would walk in and go, yeah, you can tell you've just started doing the sport mm. to people that have been doing it years, they're at national level, you know, the, the owner himself, he, he trains uh, Wales, for Wales, oh. strongest man. Uh, the other lad that, that like sort of co-owns it, um, he, he's done like national qualifiers, you know, these are, these are seasoned guys, they're not they're not Muppets sort of thing. Um, but I would definitely say that their sort of gym, for me is 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 definitely the one up there there's there's other ones sort of out of my reach that i've seen on facebook and stuff like that but to actually go to yeah it's definitely dedicated strongman gym for me um for me and strongman a massive thing is the environment mm. definitely the environment there's definitely other ones that i definitely want to check out uh there's there's one called seddens i believe that's in manchester don't slap me karen's if if i'm wrong uh, there's another one uh, called Spartan Gym. Quite a few lads I've trained with and competed against. They train there as well. Yeah. I believe that's in Manchester. Big Nath now goes there, I believe. That's okay, just yeah, left yeah. here yeah. due to work and stuff. He trains there as well, so I want to get down there. Uh, there's another one that's just opened up in Telford, I believe. Uh, the lad that was running England's, oh, he's going to kill me for Ant. Big Ant, yeah, yeah, um, that runs hundred CA. He's just opened one down there. Then obviously you've got the farm as well. Old, old, absolute legends that uh, sort of done Englands and UKs, Britons, and and some have even been to Worlds that train um, out of that place as well. So yeah, loads of loads of sort of you know renowned strongman gyms. But for me. That they're just, yeah. I think it might even just be because they're army lads, you know, when I'm a bit yeah. biased, but Again, definitely the environment I get. Environment there. does play a big, a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Also, as well, to add to that, um, if anyone actually wants to find a strongman gym, um, there's a, a couple directory of lads, now, isn't Yeah, there? there's yeah. a directory, a couple of lads set it up. Um, I believe one of them was MST Shane. He uh, set it up with a few other guys uh, called Strength Register. Mm -hmm. So if you go, if you type in Strength Register on Google, it'll bring up comps for your weight, your you know what dates you want to do, all that sort of stuff, and it, it actually shows you gyms in your area that you probably don't even know that's there. It's full national, yeah. I mean, mm, we registered on it. We, yeah. we spoke to him, like, and yeah, they pretty much got every, every yeah. even some of the really little yeah. tiny little, got yeah. all the little strongman gyms, mm -hmm. everything on there. Yeah, it's good. It's a very good idea. Yeah, good. What about in terms of like your least favorite? Then who started? You started, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what's your least favorite yeah. place you've trained at? Um, and why is it your least favorite? So, uh, so it's not definitely not going to be current. 
Uh, that's just due to the fact that I've trained here for so long. Yeah. I've trained here for like the last two and a bit years. Um, you know, obviously sponsored stuff like that. So it doesn't really make sense for my training to go anywhere else unless it's like a day out with the lads, then we're all going to a strongman gym. So I can't really give a, you know, like an owner's maybe going to look at me and go, yeah, you're this, you're that, you know. But for me, the only ones that I really trained in in Stoke was Portland that's not around anymore. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I had to close that. Um, so I, I comes here, Lindsay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only the only one I could I could really say was strength. Uh, completely back up everything that you've said. Um, the way he's laid it out, the way uh, that sort of he's molded that gym into where it is, he's grown it into where it is. Uh, well done, props to him. Fantastic. Uh, I used to train there, sort of early army days i was basically back and he'd you know do me a favor like oh a week here a week there sort of that stuff i wasn't really doing any of the membership things just because i was military mm. and he knew that i wasn't going to be there uh so yeah the owner himself he, he would do stuff like that for me um train there maybe mainly chest days deadlift days that sort of thing kit bang on you know like i say never really looking for plates um Bit gutted that I couldn't use Eddie's bar when I was there and his his plates that were hands off. You know, I thought I could have given him a run for his money. <laughs> but um yeah. Um in terms of like actual least favourite, really I can only compare it to this place. And obviously I'm gonna be biased because one we're friends, but two because I've trained over now for the last two and a half years. I'm sponsored by the place. So obviously it's a bit of a biased view, but the only thing I would say is when I last trained there, his leg room's unreal. It's there's just no denying that this it's unreal. But I would say is the environment itself wasn't as good when I last went sort of two and a bit years ago on on sort of like a day pass compared to when I first started training there. When I first started training there, the place was booming. You know, I was coming back from Germany or I was coming back from Chester or wherever, staying staying around Stoke area. And for me, that was the only place to train. I didn't want to go to these commercial gyms. I didn't want to go to Portland anymore. I'd outgrown the place. Uh, I wanted to train at the hardcore place. And for me, strength was that place. You know, this place didn't exist mm -hmm. at the time. Uh, you know, all the, all the sort of big lads trained in there. You know, you'd say hello to people from school and stuff like that. But I think as time went on, um, you know, sort of a couple of years in between them sort of training sessions. It just, the last time I went in, it was just very sort of doom and gloom, bit bit of a miserable vibe in there. Uh, and I couldn't work it out, you know, because in terms of like the actual place, the place looked like tenfold better than it was, you know, not to say it was shit mm. to start with, but, you know, we'd upgraded stuff. We'd put like chairs in, tables in, all that sort of stuff, his little coffee area and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is banging, you know, he's done really well. So the actual place looked better, but the environment that when I went last, it just wasn't what it was when I yeah. first ever started going there. So that's probably the only pickup point I could say. So in terms of the worst place, I could only say I've got them two to judge. There's another big gym that's just opened in Stoke uh, Destination. Not been to that one yet. Yeah. Plainly, not, not because, like I say, I train here, it's just... It's, not really it's a bodybuilding gym, yeah. so it's not not really for me. Uh, but I've heard nothing but 
you know, good reviews from there. People have said, yeah, the kit's good, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I know Prime's a big one now that they're all interested in, so I'd imagine a lot of people will want to come here when, obviously, the Prime kit turns up in September. Uh, yeah, but that, it, it, was, it was more sad. I was a bit upset, really, about it, uh, strength, the, the way on that day, on that specific day, yeah. the environment just wasn't there. Um, for me, but yeah. Other than that, yeah. Props to props to uh, the owner. He's done he's done really well. Yeah. What about yourself? Where's your least favorite place that you've trained? Well, was the it? place that you didn't enjoy? Well, it was years. It was. It's like a couple yeah. of years ago. It was like 2019. I think it was 2019 or beginning of 2020. And I was prepping, and I went to Emporium in Birmingham. And yeah. for me, I don't know if it's changed. It may have changed. I've not been there since. Um, but it was just. Very like unorganized gym in the sense of like dumbbells were all mixed up, they weren't together, they weren't necessarily the same brand, or you were spending time looking around for things. And just as you have, I've got quite bad OCD, so it kind of just fucked yeah. up my chakra. You have to have the same plates, yeah. Bar, and it was like, like that kind of plates are a bit scarce here and there, or a lot of things were like left re racked. And it's just like it didn't feel like it had the sort of cohesion that a lot of gyms have. Like this gym, people tow the fucking line, strength people tow the line. It's mm -hmm. like you kind of got to instill that into your members because it's members that, like, your staff clean, but your staff don't clean all the time. Like, they're not there all the time to do stuff, so you yeah. rely on your members to... Put stuff away. Put things back, and I just think it was very, like, here and there, and it kind of just... Some people might love it. So, so yeah. I know it's a lot of people's home. I get it, but yeah, it's for really me personally, when I went, and I've I've not been since, it just didn't, didn't quite cut it for me. I um, trained at Emporium yeah. over a body power weekend so at the time i was working oh, for, yeah. a, for a, a distribution company yeah. and we were working on the stand and we and i trained over body power weekend and it was absolutely packed and everyone was there phil heath was there jay cutler was there uh daniel Lynn bailey was there um it was absolutely rammed and it was a really good environment to train at at the time because everyone was anyone yeah yeah but everything was fucking everywhere like and you spend most of your time going around looking for stuff, and I, like you, I have an OCD when it comes to it. I have to have the same plates, the same brands. Because they're not the same. Because they're not the same otherwise. <laughs> a twenty kilogram cast iron plate does not wear the same as a twenty kilogram. Mm. No rubber one. Yeah. Rubber one, yeah. And that was so you spent a lot of time going around trying to find a matching pair. Um. And so that it was kind of a double-edged sword that weekend. So I really enjoyed it because the environment, I saw loads yeah. of these people, athletes there and, and influence and stuff. And that was really good. But the coming away from it, I came away and I was like, wow, it's had a really shit session because I've not really been able to train properly. I've been surrounded by all these amazing people that yeah. inspire you to do better. And I couldn't really get a good session because everything was everywhere. But it's very like... I've not been there since, so I can't comment now. Mm. But it's very like old schooly feel, yes. like old schooly vibe. And I said, I personally don't like that. Like I don't mind an old school atmosphere, mm. but if it's old school kit, like it is old 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 school kit. Yeah. Maybe they've changed it. I don't know, but it's a big place. Yeah, and there's always some fucking monsters in there, like some crazy guys. But I just, yeah, that just you kind of just want to go right. I want tens. I want fifteen. Like not, yeah. mm. I want this ten and 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 that ten over there. So if like, if you've come like you did, you came from a place like Strumper Silo yeah. where he's got every every, every plate tree is loaded with weights. Mm. So there's literally a plate tree by almost every machine. So you want plates to right there. So if you've come from that environment and that's what you've become used to, and you go to an another gym where the environment is not quite the same, you 
one, it annoys you, and two, I think it creates a massive appreciation for what you do have. Mm. You know, you go and try some of these other gyms, and you'll see that not always, but they might not always be run as well as what you're used to. Mm. So I think, you know, like, do you know, you said about people like going to other gyms. I think you'll yeah. always get that. Yeah. If you've got the best facility in the world, you'll always get that because sometimes you get a bit stagnated in your gym. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll mm. you'll just come and you'll do the same workout, the same session. And, you're like, mm. and if you go somewhere else, you could you could have the same bits of kit that you train on just normally. A different, environment, a different yeah. environment. Sometimes yeah. you have a better session. It's not because that gym's better. It's just because you just mix it up a bit. Yeah, like cool. you just you just mix it up and helps you to not be so stagnated. I, I think it's a, a again a positive thing for the industry, like that people do travel around and go and try other gyms. One because it's it's you're there for your own personal development anyway, so you you should be able to go and train at other gyms yeah. and this and the other. Two, and I think a lot of the time it will give you a bit more of an appreciation for what you do have at, at home kind of thing. Yeah. If you come from a gym where it's really organized and you go to a gym that you might have seen on Instagram, well, on Instagram, you're only ever going to see the highlights of that place. You're only going to ever see it at its best. Yeah. But when you go and it's a working gym and it might just be because it's really busy. I've been to a gym before. It looks amazing on Instagram. And I spent my entire workout hunting for stuff because it was that busy yeah. They, no one put anything back and they couldn't cope. It was just constantly busy all the time. So they couldn't, they didn't have the staff to go around and, and put it away. So again, it was, it's not that it was a bad gym, great gym, loads of kit, looked amazing. It was just, it was mm. that busy. It was kind of a victim of its own success. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what that. its thing. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with the Emporium thing. I think that's, especially if you've got like the OCD the matching pairs and stuff, yeah. which a lot of people do have. It Does can be quite infuriating. Yeah. And as soon as you get something like that, it'll knock you, yeah. it'll knock you off your routine and your stride of your, your training session and stuff. You do. Just that one? Any others? No? Not really. I've trained a lot of places, but I've always had a good session. Mm. I think some like, some are smaller than others. Some gyms don't offer as wide a range as they can, but sometimes people are limited on space. Like if you've got yeah. a small gym, yeah, you can't put everything in it. Yeah, like obviously at strength, like it's it's not small, but it's small in comparison to some gyms. Yeah, but the way it's organised is like fucking okay, Alice. Within an inch of its life, it's everything's where it should be. It's organised into areas, and you know me, like it's really well thought out. Mm. I think some gyms can look a bit messy, but I like it when you've got uneven stuff and things everywhere, and it's like what the where the fuck's this? Where's that? And yeah. Not enough plates is, is annoying. There's not enough plates everywhere when you've got random plates here or when people just leave there. I think if you go into a gym and there's loads of weights wrapped on all the kit, all the leg press is all wrapped up with 800 kilos. Yeah. Then One, they're a bell end. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think it shows maybe like the gym's mentality. Like if like it wouldn't happen places like this or like strength or mm. other places. Like it wouldn't happen there because people just give a shit about the gym. Yeah. But obviously, I think it shows what members are like. And if it's not corrected, you know, correct behaviour, then mm. people will just keep fucking yeah, yeah, they're putting this there, putting yeah. that there. And it's just bad, it's just bad habits. It's like the whole, it. like I've been in, I've been in Destination. It is a good gym. But like I've been there and you see people, they'll pick, I've seen it strength actually as well. And it's mm. not, it's not against the gym. It's against like members and they'll pick weights up and then they'll just leave them where they are. It's mm. like, I've never done that in my life. If you pick weights up, just put them back. I don't care mm, if they're 50s, yeah. 60s, 5s. Like, it's dead weird. Like, yeah. Or people will leave like weights like, on it. It's like, what? Have you never trained in a gym before? Wall. Like, That's don't, the other thing. Yeah, don't you take do them off 
and yeah. le- lean them against the wall. It's dead weird. I don't like if you if you you rack a machine, just just take it off. <laughs> yeah, don't. I literally don't get it. Like I'm like just unrack it because Doris or fucking whoever is going to come mm. might not be able to lift all that. She might only be able to lift tens. So just don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Just fucking sort of fucking shit out. <laughs> so my my least favorite gym to train at was um every 51 in crew and this was quite a while ago when i trained there so the the gym itself was a good layout um and the people that run it were dead friendly and really accommodating and the members were nice they had a nice atmosphere it was just at the time they didn't have particularly good kit so the kit that they did have um some of it was second hand which was good they'd invested in good quality kit but the majority of it was like it's like it'd been made like a, by a local fabricator or, mm. and it was just a bit like rickety. Like mm. you're sitting on a leg extension and it was Quality. moving and rickety and this, that and the other. And it just, I don't know. I just didn't have a good, a particularly good session. So the, did you the, think you had maybe, maybe slightly higher expectations for the place? Yeah. You I actually think, got. I think again, so at the, at the time that I went, yeah. I was training the Strenfors Island. Yeah. And obviously yeah. it's Hammer, it's Hammer Strenf Fitness. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that's what you get used to. Mm. Good, solid quality kit. Mm-hmm. So when you go to somewhere, I'm not saying the kit wasn't well made or anything and they didn't spend money on it, but it wasn't the quality that I was expecting. It just yeah. felt a bit rickety, a bit cheap. Um, so that was that was my least favourite place to train, just purely based on the kit. But I am aware that as time's gone on, I've not been back for a, a while, that they have reinvested quite a lot, a substantial amount of money into new kit. Um, I think I had a look on their social media the other day and they've bought a lot of the Panatta kit and they've changed a lot of stuff around. So it's obviously as the business has grown and they've become more successful, they've reinvested. So again, I'm not, I'm not slating the gym. The, the gym itself was good. And the people that ran it were very accommodating. The members were very accommodating. It was just at the time that the kit that they had, I just didn't, they didn't rate. And I believe now that they've reinvested into to new kit. Yeah. Um, I went recently, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. They've obviously got new kit. It's all colour coded again. It's all colour coded. It's yellow. Yeah. It's yellow, isn't it? yellow and yellow black. Yellow and black, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's good. It's a good little gym. So I went to, another one I went to was, and again, I was not that it was disappointed, it wasn't anything bad. But I went to the the Saxon gym. Never been there. Um, and I've seen it online. So it's um, Canuck. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually owned by one of the two chaps who run PCA. PCA. Yeah. Uh, Ryan owns it. And I'd seen it on social media and it looked great. Uh, looked really good. They'd invested a lot of money into kit. A nice environment. Decorated really nice really really good and I went and it was everything that I saw but I, it was really small I thought it would was going to be massive and again it, I think it comes from expectation I'm used to training here or at strength asylum where the mm. what strength 13,000 square foot we're 16 and a half I was used to that kind of space and they had great kit it was a great environment they were dead welcoming uh, the members were great and we had a really good session I was just like oh I just thought it'd be bigger. Mm. <laughs> Hear that a yeah. lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it wasn't that, like I say, it's not that it was, it wasn't a, like a bad experience. It was just kind of, my expectations, I think, were a bit high. I think, again, because of what yeah. I got used to, you kind of expect every gym 
to, yeah. to be these massive, massive gyms. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah. But again, it was a good gym, and again, they've they've constantly they've had a lot of panata. They've just put a load of new Cybex stuff in. Um, they've changed the way that the gym looks, and it, mm. it's really slick looking gym, really really slick looking gym. But it was just kind of, I think I'd got it into my head that it was it's going to yeah. be this massive yeah. big, yeah, big yeah. gym, and it was not not quite that. It's a bit underwhelming. Mm. Yeah, good good a good, yeah. a good day out, a good day out. We had a yeah. good session, and everything, but I just kind of maybe it was how it was. I'd viewed it on social media or whatever, just kind of... I'd yeah, just, yeah. if you only see a snippet of a gym... Yeah. Then you kind of don't get a feel for it, do you? And or I do you, th- or you, you think yeah. it's going to be this, and then you're like, oh, yeah. it's not as big. Um, but apart from that, like, again, I think I, I go down the same route with you. you. There's a lot of gyms that you'll train at yeah. for specific body parts, and you'll have a good session, and it's all about... Like, the environment is, is, a, is a thing for me, and the kit, mm. they're the two things I look for. Definitely, yeah. You know, totally. It's a nice environment and they've got good body kit. So that kind of leads us on to um, what I said at the beginning where we were going to, if you're looking to, to change your training and, and elevate your training or you're starting to take your training seriously, maybe you're training at uh, one of the commercial budget gyms at the moment and you're feeling like you're plateauing and you want to now start to look to take your training a bit more seriously. You want to look like me? Exactly. It's that T-shirt. Don't fucking laugh at me. It makes you. Uh, <laughs> did you know that like wearing an old school gyms T-shirt makes you like thirty five percent more attractive to the opposite sex? Damn! I forgot my shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I think like, I think it's good that we we give an idea of what what we think you should be looking at uh, when you're looking to, to yeah. move to a new gym. What the kind of the qualities and we, one of the common things that we, we we've all advocated is atmosphere. Yeah, mm. atmosphere plays a, plays a big part in in choosing a gym, um, and it, you're very lucky these days that uh, the majority of gyms now will offer a day pass. So go and have a couple of sessions, go and train at different days at different times, and see what it's like. Um, if you can only train at five o'clock, go and train at five o'clock. And if it's, it's absolutely right. rammed mm. and you can't get on anything, then it's probably not the best choice of gyms for you. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to give. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, hundred percent sessions. Um, so atmosphere is a key thing for me. It's it's about like the environment. You want to walk into an environment where you kind of think you're excited by the gym, like it looks good, it feels good. There's decent music playing, and you've got good kit. That's what your members are friendly. You're made to feel welcome. That's what creates the atmosphere. Enthusiastic staff. Yeah, there's another one. You know, welcoming you when you come in. You're like. You know, this person doesn't even know me. I'm yeah. that's you know, it's probably why it doesn't work here anymore. Oh, god, it's a bit of a bastard. All this character doing better now, guys. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to staff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but def- definitely, uh, which one? Definitely vibrant stuff. Hey, we spoke about this on another podcast. I, I'm the reason why. I'm the reason why it was so successful. Uh, everyone wants to see the big baldy. Uh, so, yeah, no, but. Yeah, definitely atmosphere. I think that's definitely uh, owner-driven. You know, if you've got that sort of, you know, mindset where you're like, you know, I, I, would I want to train here? Mm. Definitely. Well, you know, and then people are coming in and they get that, you know, that sort of, they jump on in the training and they all get that ethos around and we're like, yeah, we all want to train here. We train hard, this, that, you know, the kit's amazing. 
yeah, I think I think it's definitely uh definitely a success. Kit story then. Kit selection I think is a a big thing as well. Like kit selection as in brands mm. and variety. Yeah, I think it's, I'm not I'm not saying I want lifestyle fit. I know how much that's lifestyle, but like I think variety is like I think some people, I think I look for certain bits of kit mm. in a gym, specific bits of kit, just so I know I can do certain exercises, certain routines that you would obviously normally do in a gym. Um, but I, I'm not I'm not too fussed about bits of kit. I mean, some will get me more excited than others. Yeah. Like, I know if you've got certain bits of kit, I'm like, oh, fucking fancy go at that. But sometimes it's nice to just have the stuff that you're familiar with, the stuff that you know. Yeah, but I think... I mean, what I was getting at is if, you, if you're going to take your training seriously, then you don't want to be going and joining a gym where it's full of like Matrix or Pulse kit. It's yeah, not the right basic, kit, basic mm. kit for, yeah. for what you want to do. Yeah. And that's why a lot of the budget gyms have you can If you can max out all the stuff in your gym, yeah. you're at the wrong gym. Yeah. Like you're not, you know, you're not and again, a big it guy, you just, you just max it out. It doesn't necessarily have to be all brand new kit because I know like a lot of gym, gym owners, when they start off, they'll buy good quality mm-hmm. second hand and they'll invest in some of the older life fitness stuff and some of the older hammer strength well it's good quality stuff it's bomb proof you know most of the plate loaded hammer strength stuff will be around long after we're all gone mm-hmm. it's absolutely great kit and that's why they invest in it because it's going to it stands the test of time and it's mm-hmm. proven mm-hmm. um so it doesn't necessarily go i'm not saying go and find a gym that's like kitted out with all the latest equipment that's all brand new as long as they've got good quality mm-hmm. they've invested money in good quality kit I think you'll uh, you'll be okay there. Good selection of plates. Um, you know, they need to have enough plates to go around to cater for all the members. A good selection of selectorized and plate-loaded kit. Um, again, you don't want to go and join a gym that's only got plate-loaded kit and then not enough plates to go around at the peak time because yeah. you're not going to optimize. Um, and I think a good variety. I don't think... I think equipment these days is... Like, I'm fascinated by equipment. I love equipment. That's one of the reasons why I love going around different gyms. I love trying out different bits of kit, working out what my favourites are, what things I like, and they tend to be the bits that I would then put into the gym. Um, So, yeah, like, make sure that there's a good variety. I don't think you can find one manufacturer that's going to tick all them boxes anymore. I think a good gym... Got everything. It's got everything, and then you look at the gyms that are doing really well, like the Ultra Flexes and this, that, and the other. They've got a good variety yeah. of kit there from all the, you know, the most well-known brands. So, I think they're the kind of things you should be looking for. I think so. Yeah, plates definitely. Like, just spend the, spend the money on plates. Like, if people are struggling for plates, it's fucking annoying. Have like as well, like have like two bits of kit for every kind of thing. So mm. maybe a plate loaded and like you said, a selector loaded yeah. for like the same exercise. Because if someone can't get on one, then they might be able to get on another one. So always have like two or even three different types of equipment. Just make sure people can have a, a good good workout. Don't fo- I, don't focus on like one body part. Like don't don't just be a, a back gym or a leg gym or a chest yeah. gym. Trying to be like a... The whole package. Trying to be a whole package, package including your strongman as well because that's fucking massive yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I always think yeah, dumbbells as well. Good selection of dumbbells, mm. and go up to a reasonable weight. You want crazy, crazy, yeah, but reasonable. Getting, over sixties, sixty and above is what 
like where you want to be getting to at least up to 60s for the majority yeah there's there's a the, the higher heavier the dumbbells you get the smaller the percentage people i think we've, we've got up to like 80s as well. yeah yeah, yeah. it's the same with plates though plates yeah. are expensive a lot mm. of people don't realize how expensive plates are mm. um you buy them as a gym owner you buy them by the kilogram so you don't buy it mm. a 20 gram mm. 20 kilogram plate you charge per kilogram and they're not cheap you're looking at anywhere between 450 um, and we've got pro we've got some rogue polyutherine plates and they were 12 pound yep. a kilo and we've got yeah. over 1200 kilograms of them so that was a pretty pretty big investment into mm. just a mm. set of plates so um you know if your gym owner's asking you to respect not drop the plates on the floor and this and the other then just bear that think, in mind that it's ex it's an expensive piece of kit i think covid people realized how fucking expensive gym equipment yeah. was then we be like oh it's just you see it's just gym equipment and then when mm. people all the gym shut people start having to buy stuff they're like yeah. oh fuck mm. like it's actually quite expensive to to get gym kit so yeah definitely so yeah people definitely. hopefully don't disrespect it as much now boost Biting all the, <laughs> so biting them, yeah. biting the the pads, pads. and stuff. That's fucking so weird. <laughs> Not only is it weird to actually bite a pad, but like people have sweated on that. Yeah. Like, why are you biting a fucking pad? That's maybe uh, a story safe for another day, mate. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've just had, I've just gone through all that trauma for the past week yeah, or pad two. Biter. Yeah. <laughs> but no it'd be interesting as well guys to uh see what your favorite gyms mm. are your uh least favorite gyms recommendations you know, yeah recommendations yeah, yeah anyway like we like we we train mm. you train josh drives me around to train yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I we look can, at gyms <laughs> every now and again for a window so we can jo hello josh i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on camera so you're gonna hold you accountable so josh has promised me that he's gonna commit to getting back into the gym so all you five viewers that watch us, like you can now, it's on camera that you're committed to getting back into the I didn't give a date though, did I? No, no, we said you got to commit. 2045. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we would love to hear kind of what, bell end. Any, any of your recommendations, anywhere you think we should look at, any gyms, like there might be some little gyms out there in your town, there might be a, mm -hmm. like a smaller independent gym that you think is brilliant. You know, we'd love to hear it. I've like, been a couple of little ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think what they need to remember, guys, as well, is obviously the channel's growing, the podcast's growing, more and more viewers, more and more subscribers. Uh, so yeah, it'd be good to see what your favorite gyms are, what what your least favorite gyms are, uh, best experiences, worst experiences, and it'd be nice to see other members as well from from sort of all over, just swapping comments and saying, "Well, actually, guys, I've trained here," because you know we all live busy lives, yeah. you know. Obviously, you drive Paul around. Obviously, Paul, <laughs> I'm working a lot. I'm not his fucking sure. driver. Yeah, because your Tate works a lot as well, following me around, running away from Karen. <laughs> so, you know, we haven't always got the time. You know, sometimes we're literally just like, mm -hmm. session, need to get a session in today. So it's nice to see that the further this journey mm -hmm. goes on of the podcast, people are getting more involved. People are sharing their experiences. So yeah, it'd be good to see in the comments guys, what your, what your sort of views and stuff on, on, on sort there's, of, there's no right or wrong. And we're not like, we're not, we're not slagging anybody off. We're not no, definitely. go at anyone. Any comments that have been made today are based on purely our own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think they've been dealt with in a very positive manner. Um, you know, we're not here to slate gyms. Like I'm, I've said it before and I've said it again. I'm pro health and fitness. Like I love the fitness industry. 
I have loads of other gym owners all up and down the country that I'm friends with and we we help each other out and we share ideas and this and the other, you know, so we're not out to like destroy someone's reputation or say this is a shit gym or whatever. A gym, your favorite gym is your favorite gym and there's a reason why it's your favorite and your least favorite gym is your least favorite gym and there's a reason and you're entitled to that opinion. That's it. You know, there's no, no harm in, in sharing your own personal experiences. And you might go to a gym, you might come to gyms and you might have a good session and you think, well, do you know what? I'll drop a message and say, well, I love training at this gym. I've lived down, but have you ever thought about doing this? Mm. Why don't you get one of these kits? We're all, all about reinvestment and improvement 100%. here. Yeah, like definitely. trying to make the, the whole experience. So if it's, if it's all dealt with in the right manner, then, you know, I don't think any gym is perfect. And I don't, nope. and most gym owners will probably no. agree. I don't think any gym owner is ever going to sit and say, my gym's perfect because most of them are striving to be better all the time. It's kind of why they're in the industry. It's probably kind of why they were a bodybuilder at some point in the yeah. life because they wanted to be better. Um, so any kind of constructive criticism or, you know, feedback of things that you feel that you could make, you know, your gym you're visiting, you know, I love to hear messages are always open yeah great Get so it. i hope you found the podcast interesting and informative it's good to have you back yeah it's good nice to, to be back you. no more insulting people oh, i wouldn't go that far a week i wouldn't go that far <laughs> i won't go that far always next time always putting people on blast <laughs> so what do everyone need to do like comment and subscribe we are on everybody platform so get Every on there platform. tiktok youtube spotify instagram facebook i don't know Maybe no, not. not on Facebook. Okay, not on Facebook. Every other one, get on there. Like, comment, subscribe, watch us. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers, guys.